0: From Relay FM, this is the Pen Addict, episode 604. Today's show is brought to you by Pen Chalet and Uni Pizza Ovens. My name is Mike Hurley, and I'm joined by Brad Dowdy. Hi, Brad. Hey, Mike, how's it going today? I'm really good. How are you?
1: I am really good as well, probably because it's race week. I mean, it is because we're talking raw about pins, but <laughs> it is raw geek.
0: It's raw geek. <laughs>
1: So we are. Uh, we had our little uh, pregame. That's pretty much all we talked about <laughs> was mm-hmm. the upcoming F one season. Um. So yeah, make sure you follow Mike's work over at the back markers and we'll we'll put some links in the show notes yeah. uh, for that this week. Y'all do you and Austin do uh, quarterly check ins? I uh, mean, I don't know at, at I this
0: point, it has kind of just become a few episodes year for the season, yeah. Is what we're Whenever the
1: now. drama happens, If, yeah. we, if we need, to, if we need to talk, which means you might have two or three episodes in the first week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot going on right now, to say the least.
1: But uh, hey, we don't let uh, F1 have all the fun with the drama. We have our own drama oh, here God. in the pen world. And let me tell you, I'm pretty much done with talking about Lami
0: Dark Lilac. And I, I think actually probably a lot of the listeners. Well, are. we're we're not dunks. We're going to talk about it. But oh, before yeah, we yeah. actually get to to the, the new goings on. So we're mm-hmm. sitting down on the sofa a couple of I think over the last weekend mm-hmm. and Adina's like, oh what my one of our friends she, she sent me this TikTok about lami drama and I'm like oh my God. Mm-hmm. So like <laughs> it had found its way into the TikTok algorithm and is serving this drama because it's like and the, the TikTok is positioned around this side. Like she sent it because she knows that I do this right. Mm-hmm. But like the the drama is centered around Like the craziness that there could be drama in the fountain pen community, like that's how it begins. But this this person was a pen creator, but they, you know, that was kind of like the the way they positioned this TikTok, as it was like, oh, look at this pen people crazy about an ink, so yeah, that's where we are. (laughs)
1: Yeah, that is where we are, and hopefully this is kind of the last. Time. <laughs> hopefully, this is probably the last time I talk about. It. Although I will be getting a bottle of Lamy Dark Lilac at some point, just because, yeah, like it, it's going to be a good ink. It's a good ink, regardless. But long story short, and then we'll we'll do the the long story long. Long story short, the Lamy Dark Lilac twenty twenty four edition is officially different than mm-hmm. the original twenty sixteen edition. And that is words coming from Lamy. So, fountain pen memes on Instagram has done an exceptional job. They've been pounding in the this. footwork,
0: bro. They have. Going on over there.
1: They've been pounding the pavement. Um, they've been being the journalist in this situation, Some asking Clark
0: peop- Kent kind of work yeah. over there at Fountain Pen asking Memes, people, you would in- expect from an account <laughs> called Fountain Pen Memes, but nevertheless, here we are. <laughs> yeah,
1: so um, there's basically three posts you can follow. So I'm calling it How It Began, So Exciting, And then, oops, is kind of how how this whole thing goes. So, how it began is pretty much what you heard on last week's show. I'm not going to rehash everything. It's Lamy actually created an ink called Dark Lilac that they launched in the European market first, but it's coming worldwide. And... You can, like I said, you can go back last week and figure out why that's like a big deal in our little world. There was a previous ink from 2016 that everyone loved and it became rare and highly sought after and very expensive. So Lamy had the grand plan to come out with a new dark lilac, and everyone wants to know: Is this the same? Is it different? Um, the best part of the week for me was when fountain pen memes talked to Lamy USA's distributor. Um, and basically said, hey, you know, here's the question. Is twenty twenty-four dark lilac the same color formulation as twenty sixteen dark lilac? Lami USA says yes. So that's a very important question that fountain pen memes ask is not just the same color, but formulation. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we go through the other other questions. Uh, is Dark light like Worldwide standard product? Yes, it's a standard product. Uh, is it the same ink as the Blackberry Violet, which we're going to talk about later in the show, which is the 2024 Lamy Special Edition ink? It's no, it's not the same. And there you go. So that's part two. So, hey, it's the same ink. Until it isn't. Yeah. <laughs> so Lamy USA literally, I believe the same day, because this is when I got a text with this new email in directly from Lamy, Lamy, the mothership in Germany. I'm going to read this whole thing. So this was an inquiry, which we never see Lamy. I can't believe they answered this question, to be quite okay. honest. so. You At can. This point. At this point, well, yeah, I understand. They've one. caused their own problems. Yeah. They've caused their own problems here. After your mail, I checked again with the persons actually producing our inks, and they confirmed that we tried to produce exactly the same shade of ink, dark violet, as in 2016. However, the red dye we use then is not available anymore. So is, there is indeed a slight difference between the shade in 2016 and the new one. Yeah please pass on this information and apologize in our name for the incorrect reply yesterday. That's a very uh, German response. I love there. that. I love that. One. I love that. So uh, it, it's so again, if you don't care, all you need to know is this is not the same ink. I will say it looks pretty good. It looks really good. It looks very close. It is clearly not the same when you put them side by side. At least I can tell like immediately they're they're not the same, but it's mm-hmm. a good looking ink. I'm just glad we have this clarification. I am. I. Why are you not surprised they put out this information publicly?
0: Just because it's gotten to be too much of a thing now. And I think at the point where any uh, official representative spoke on behalf of LAMI, which Mm -hmm. LAMI USA did, at Mm -hmm. that point, LAMI Germany, if they have additional information, need to communicate it. Because I can see what's happened here. The plan was... We are recreating Dark Lilac. That was their plan, right? Mm-hmm. And that has what has been communicated within the company. But then just during production, they're like, oh, we can't do this. We'll, we'll, we'll do a different ink then and we'll get close. And so mm-hmm. to them, it's like, well, this is the same thing, right? You can see how that becomes a thing of inside of the company. Like, mm-hmm. we want to make Dark Lilac again. This is as close as we can get. We're going to call it Dark Lilac the formulation's the same, except we had to use the different inks, right? So that they're going for the same thing, but it's a slightly different color, like slightly different. Mm -hmm. So they're like, this is dark lilac now. We've done it. And this goes back to exactly what the the title of last week's episode. (laughs) Do not attribute to malice that which could be attributed to other people, not caring as much as you do about that one (laughs) hyper-specific thing. That is Mike's razor, yeah. Right, this is this is what we've got going on over here on the Panadic now, and I yeah. think this is the this is an exact example of what I'm talking about. Well, Lamy found out that we did care, but yes, but like you know what I mean—that they set out to do something, and they got close to the way that they thought they should. You know what I mean? Like this to them yeah. was like, "We've done it, gang. We got yeah. there." We had to make a compromise <laughs> along the way, but we got there, you know? And I Did, think we, that,
1: though? did we actually
0: get there? That's well, for my them, hangout. they did, though, Brad. Like, that's what I'm saying. That's like, the problem. For Lamy, they're like, this is Dark Lilac now. <laughs> you've surely it's, been in this situation where you yes. have had a production run where you've had to make a slight tweak. You continue yes. selling the product as it is, and in mm-hmm. your mind, you're like, no one's really going to notice this except for me.
1: The problem is this is such an own goal yes right it didn't have to be this way if this was a standard lineup product that changed i would have we would not be talking about this but this was arguably the most popular product they've made in a decade Mm -hmm. that up and that was limited and not widely available and they said hey look same thing look over here look over here and it wasn't and like it's just so self-inflicted like it's like Kawhi, it's an own why why isn't it's an own goal? Yeah, it's an own goal. Yeah. Why isn't this called this is back to my Tomoe River thing? Why isn't this called Lami Dark Violet? Like you would save, uh, you would save, uh, like all of the drama, right? Dark purple, dark violet, anything but dark lilac. Why?
0: But Brad, we why, don't have all would, of these conversations. You know why? You know why?
1: I know why. I
0: know why. This because this was a really popular It happens popular in a marketing product, meeting. Yeah. they want to benefit from the popularity <laughs> of their own product, right? Which they can't. It goes yeah. back to Uniball and the Kurutaga dive, mm-hmm. right? They increased the price of the product because they wanted to benefit from the fact that people were scalping it. And so it's like, why... (laughs) <laughs> Should someone else be making more money from our product, right? This happens yeah. all the time. Like we're seeing yeah. it with Nintendo now. Completely different thing. It's, mm-hmm. It is expected now that the Nintendo Switch will now launch in March of 2025 because they don't want scalpers to buy up the product. They want to. They want to have enough product available that they can flood mm-hmm. the channel and so that they can benefit from people wanting that thing. Like this happens all the yeah. time. Like yeah. this isn't me. Like I'm not like. A, you know, going to shill for this corporation. No, I'm just no. talking about like, I think too often people like they blame, like, oh, the bad core. It's just a bunch of people and they're just trying to yeah. do something, you know? And yeah. like, I guarantee you, the high ups probably didn't even know about this. Like, they didn't yeah. even know that it was a different red. Like, some product <laughs> manager <laughs> yes, decided guaranteed. it somewhere, right? And they were like, ah, oh, it will do
1: guaranteed guaranteed all right so last point on this which i meant to make last week and then i forgot because we got so um so busy laughing at ourselves for this and uh (laughs) (laughs) because i do think it's completely silly but it's it's fun to talk about um the last point is there is never a need to hoard special edition inks because companies will do this it's been proven time and time again and i've gotten caught up in it with sailor apricot was the first time I realized it's like, oh, this is my favorite ink. I need three bottles of it because it's going away. Well, then they keep releasing it like every few years, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> either that ink or similar ink. You you just don't need to to hoard uh, special edition inks because there's always going to be something that's close, if not identical, and a lot of times from the exact same company that yep. made it the first time. So um, that's your that's your PSA for today. You yeah. don't have to hoard inks. There's always there's always going to be something else. The amount of inks on the market right now is astonishing and there's no end in sight so there's no need to buy five bottles of an ink because you think it might be going away because you're just actually limiting yourself from discovering other fun things that might be just as good or better down the line and then all of a sudden you have four bottles that a company decides three years from now to re-release the exact same formulation of so there you go brad's psa of the day
0: good psa A couple of weeks ago, Eric wrote in to uh, ask for a recommendation. They got a new job. They got a pay rise, and mm-hmm. uh, they wanted to, to pick up a new pen. Uh, Eric has all steel nibs. They have Y Studios, Caran d'ache 849, and a Monteverde Strata. They were looking for something new to celebrate, and you would like to make some further recommendations.
1: Yeah, so I was actually having trouble answering that question because I got really hung up on the gold nib aspect of this, and that precluded me from mentioning maybe the most perfect pen to meet the thin and heavy requirement, and that's the Auto Hoot Design 03, which is one of my favorite pens. It's a skinny, heavy pen. It does not have a gold nib, but it is an amazing nib, an amazing writer, and that kind of fits the category. And if you just look at Otto who does a brand, you can maybe find something else. If you don't like the O3, yep. there's some other thinner pins and some oh, but gold also, nib options. Eric
0: didn't ask for a gold nib. We no, were thinking about that, right? The way it was yeah. written. We feel like made that's what me, we would want to suggest. Yeah, right? like, like I want right, to come with up. the
1: Yeah. I want to come with the step up answer. And I was having a tougher time with that. Um, Waldman's another brand that Kimberly yelled at me for not mentioning. Um, she's the Waldman super fan and and she's right. They have a lot of the skinny heavyweight barrels and gold nib options. So if you just look at that overall as a brand, there's some shapes in there. Mm -hmm. Um, But I am such a design 3 fan and that's probably like the exact answer. Giving the Y studio and Karen dash eight forty nine love, I would move straight into the design 3 and never look back. So that's just uh, something I wanted to, to, Uh, revisit because I knew there was something in in there that I I just couldn't pull out at the time I was answering that question. So uh, I wanted to follow that one back up. So
0: there you go. You published your review of the Navalore Ikaku, which is a pen that we've been talking about a bunch over the last mm-hmm. few weeks. You know, I feel like mm-hmm. you'd kind of given the majority of your feelings that yep. are in the review on the show as I kept prompting you for it. But <laughs> I had a question in reading through the, the article that I didn't really feel like I necessarily got an answer to. Maybe you don't have an answer to it because it's a complicated mm-hmm. question. Mm-hmm. My question for you is, if you had $700 to spend on a pen... Would you choose this pen?
1: So I call this question the reviewer's dilemma.
0: It's very, it's a very, right? I, will, I will state it is a very unfair question to ask. Like, I yes. know that, but this is just where I'm, where I'm a little hung up on this brand exactly. proposition is that and this is, I, I'm just not, I don't, I want you to tell me basically, yep. like, is this the place to put that money? Cause you could mm-hmm. get, a similar pen, I feel like, from a lot of brands, mm-hmm. and and so this is just where I'm hung up a bit on on yep. Narwhal moving into this this category,
1: and this is why it was difficult to write this review. Um, I'm going to answer your question very directly, and then we will uh, go. Um, mm-hmm. We'll we'll discuss it. The answer is no. Okay, I would not if I had seven hundred dollars to spend on a pen. This probably doesn't make like the top five and probably the top 10 pens of something I would choose. But where the reviewers dilemma comes in is that is a very strict only for me opinion. And it doesn't consider whether there is any technical issues, flaws, mispricing with the pen, which there's not like, I think the pen is well-made. I think Mm -hmm. the price is fair like there's really no issues with the pen. And then you also do you have to say, I also would not spend the money. I would choose to spend it elsewhere, right? I don't know that, that that's why I like having the podcast and other platforms because I think there's one part review, but I have to understand in my review, people want to know, Brad, what decision would you make if you were you if you had this choice to make? And my my choice would be no. I would not spend this money on this pen. And while I was using this pen, I used it for several weeks. I enjoyed every second of it. I, I kept thinking, "It's like, ah, oh, maybe I should ask them like if I could, could buy this pen." And I was like, "No, that's like not the best use of my money." Like if I wasn't going to spend that money, I'm going to think about it a little bit more. It would have been like a uh, like a convenient opportunity for me to email them and purchase this pen. But then when I say, no, I would not spend the money on this pen, that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with this pen, right? It's just that's where it boils down to my personal tastes. Um, And I don't know that – I generally don't put that in in a review. I will generally talk about whether I like it or not, and then I will call out any technical flaws, like, very directly, right? If I think there's a problem with the pen, I'll say it. If I think it's, like, it's priced incorrectly, I'll say that. Like, I'm very direct on those type of things. But like, is this pen worth it is only a question I can answer and everyone has to answer that for themselves. So Mm -hmm. this is hopefully providing information and I can answer more. And if you say, Brad, would you spend $700 on this pen? No, like I I wouldn't, um, unless there was the, the problem is there's other opportunities, right? This price point is very expensive right this is a ton of money to spend on a pen i have very few pens that are more expensive than this like maybe a handful and i would just choose like the list of things i would choose for that amount of money would it just be more because there's a couple of minor things that i don't find the value to be in like i have a real issue with this clip um on this pen in that it's just very, it doesn't feel sturdy to me. It's like, it's, it's thin and it's just not my style. Like I think it aesthetically, it looks fine, but I just kind of can't get over like the thinness of it and that they use it in like, it's fine to use it in other pens, but I've never liked it in the other pens either. Right. Like some of their ebonite pens that they use, things like that. Um, You know, if you're spending $700, you know, like, literally, you could buy almost anything you want, right? You could buy a Nakaya. You could buy a fancy platinum. You could buy, you know, a a big Sailor. You could buy a lot of custom type of pens. Like, you can really kind of like the world is your oyster with this type of money. So, you have to very specifically want this pen in this style. And I just think I would spend my money differently and that's not a knock on the pen itself, if that makes sense. And sure. uh, that's that's why it's like it's like difficult to discuss that in a clear, concise way when there is literally nothing wrong with this pen, like whatsoever. So,
0: yeah, I, I mean, so for me, like one of the one of the things that I think about, you know, I, when I look at a pen like this, I, I don't have many pens like this, like Urushi mm-hmm. Ar- pens or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I always go back to like one of my absolute favorite pens, which is not a longer available, which is the 3776 Galaxy Starlight. Right. Which is just truly an incredible pen. And I think it was like $700, like a similar price point. And I'm getting a platinum. Right. Yeah. With there's, a platinum nib. And like, you know, it's got like all of that stuff going on. It, it's just, it feels to me a just complicated. To look at a newcomer in that space yeah. and make that decision when it—I do- mean—and also like I just say like, this, this one doesn't like massively speak to me, right? Which is what's mm-hmm. going sure. on here. Like, maybe if it did, uh, I would feel different, but it—it it, kind of doesn't. So mm-hmm. there you go.
1: Like all I can think about in comparison with this pen, and it's not uh, even remotely similar in style or design is like the Aurora Optima or even the 88. And those are in the, you know, five to $700 range. And I just like, I would choose like, you know, one of the Auroras, you know, if I'm going to spend over $500, between say like 500 and $750, you know, you just have mm. Auroras and Pelicans and even Nakayas. And then you have like special edition Platinums and Sailors and Pilots and, like, like I said, like there's probably ten pens I could list out, and you know that I would feel more comfortable in. and it's a lot of it's what you're saying in the established brand type of thing, but yep. you know a lot of people are are you know not maybe not as established and are looking at some of the newer brands and I love that they're doing this, like I love the pen, you know, but um, you know you're asking like that's a that's a big, big big ask to uh, get into that price point. So when you have um, that amount of choice in the, in a price point like that, you, you can get anything.
0: Look, they can, like, Ikaku can get to that point, right? Sure. Like, brands can rise to the point where that's the thing, but that mm-hmm. just takes a bit of time. You should say, like, if there are things yep. where you can point to, which we both pointed to things in this range, and, like, that ain't right. But maybe when they fix those things, like maybe if they do a better job of a clip, maybe if they Mm -hmm. do a better job of integrating the grip section into the design of the pen, like Mm -hmm. then we start to get to the point where we're like, I'll use one, it feels good, maybe I'll do it. And then it like grows from there, I guess. Yep. But it takes time.
1: Yeah. And uh, they are, one thing I noticed, which I wasn't totally clear on before I started researching the article, that they've done almost 10 releases in about a year at this price point between seven and eight hundred dollars which right. uh, kind of astonished me so we'll see we'll see I mean, what's up they, their sleeves obviously
0: going the brand has fans right and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. also the pens look good so yeah that is enough to sell but it's not yet enough to say make you say like yes this is where i would put my money but they can get yeah. there though right oh without question they can get without there. Without question All right, this episode is brought to you by Pen Chalet. If you want to find some amazing pens. I spent my money there recently. (laughs) You can go there because they have the products that you're looking for from all of your favorite brands. Pen Chalet believe in fast and reliable customer service and giving you the best prices possible. They run special discounts every couple of weeks, and they're always adding new styles of pens. Every time you go to Pen Chalet, you're going to find new stuff. You're going to find new products. You're going to find new brands coming on board. They've got everything you're looking for. Whether you want a fountain pen or a mechanical pencil maybe a bottle of ink or a pen holder for that upcoming pen show maybe you want to take pens to it or maybe you want one that's empty so you can fill pens up whatever you're looking for a pen chalet have got it talking about pen shows have a pen show at home by going mm-hmm. to Penn Chalet and just peruse through the incredible offerings that you'll get. They do free shipping on orders of over $75 in the US, and they sell internationally with very reasonable shipping rates. Penn Chalet has low prices on high-quality pens of a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go to p e n c h a l e t P-E-N-C-H-A-L-E-T.com, P-E-N-C-H-A-L-E-T.com click the podcast link at the top of the website, and use the password penaddict. This is where you will see the code that you need to save 10% on anything at Penchalet, along with this week's special offers. What do you got for me, Brad? So we have a lot
1: of what we've seen before, and these are some of the things that I ordered recently, um, and I haven't received them yet because I did do a pre-order for the Kaweco, um Iridescent Apricot, which I raved about uh, just, uh, what, a week or two ago uh, when we were talking about the podcast. But they have some uh, a lot of inks in here, which you don't normally see on sale. And then a couple of new additions. The Benu Minima is at a price that is really, really inexpensive. And if you've ever been uh, wondering about uh, Bennu's, this is this was kind of the model that started Bennu off and became really popular because it's a smaller, like a torpedo-shaped pen. Um, it's a you know number five size nib, and it's at a really, really great price. And then uh, further down below, they still have some of the Caran Dash 849s, which I love and I know you enjoy as well. And then they snuck in the Caveco AC Sport which uh it is F1 season Mike so why not have mm-hmm. a pen with a little carbon fiber inlay. <laughs> Let's do it. On there it's a very racy. <laughs> it's a very racy pen. Let's uh it is it is ready to uh get the season underway. Ooh, there's some other Bennu's down here. Uh as well some of the uh the limited editions dragon uh Christmas. Oh, these are all new. I got to check out these uh Benus Love Little Lark. These are really cool. I love Benu pens. So uh there's definitely some uh, neat ones in there as well. So go check them out.
0: All right, go to check it out yourself right now at p e n c h a l e t P-E-N-C-H-A-L-E-T.com. Click the podcast link at the top of the website and use the password penaddict. So thanks to Penchalet for the support of this show and Relay FM.
1: I, I'm actually still scrolling. I can't believe how long this list is this Slower week, so longer. good job, Ron. Yeah, lots of good stuff in there. Mm-hmm. All right, shout out of the week, Mike. Hashtag kill winter with orange our friend random thanks always uh takes advantage of the cold winter months and lays out everything orange that they have uh on their instagram feed and it is amazing i mean it's pretty much orange year round with keith and uh i appreciate that about him very much (laughs) but if you go over to the instagram right now we are really focusing on the orange and um and just getting some fun orangey vibes in this cold winter, uh, wherever you are. So yeah, definitely go check that out. Give Keith a shout out. And by the way, he pops up at a couple of different pin shows, um, with a lot of 3d printed like pin holders and different desk accessories. So really cool. So, uh, definitely, uh, give random things a follow and, uh, check out all the orange hotness over there.
0: And, by looking at Keith's Instagram, it would seem mm-hmm. that Keith lives in perpetual winter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is but what yeah, it looks I mean, like. It's it's orange year round yeah. on, on that feed, but yeah. uh it's uh it's especially <laughs> especially orange during February. Fair enough. Yep, fair enough. All right, real quick, I'm going to go through all of the new Lami Safari SEs. You know, okay. we've talked about them a bunch. Um, But I was finally able to get them all in hand. So, um, as you well know, if you're listening to this podcast, Lamy Safari did two colorways this year. Pink Cliff and Violet Blackberry. And within each of those colorways, they did the fountain pen, the rollerball, and the ballpoint. So, I have six pens here. One of each style in each of the two colors. On top of that, I have bottles of ink, which is where a little bit of my confusion comes in. I'm going to call them pink cliff and violet blackberry for now, but apparently their official names are cliff and blackberry. They don't have the the pink out of the cliff and the violet out of the blackberry is apparently the name which hmm. again lami's gonna Lamy but um <laughs> I, I maybe because pink cliff is is there's no pink in there i kind of wish there was a pink uh ink for this pen but regardless so um i inked up i finally just inked up the pink cliff um safari uh fountain pen extra fine nib this is my favorite of the two models the pink cliff because i like the matte barrels right so the pink cliff is the one with the dark blue matte barrel and the pink finial and the pink grip section so the pink grip section on the pink cliff barrel is also matte to match the blue now if you take the violet blackberry fountain pen that pen also has a lighter color purple grip section With a glossy barrel, the grip is matte,
0: Mm.
1: which is fine. Mm -hmm. But I feel like if we're going to go full matte on the other version, I kind of would have liked to seen full glossy on this version. It's not a big deal. Like, it's by no means a deal breaker. I love the matte. Like, matte's my preferred texture. But this is such a pretty shiny barrel for Violet Blackberry. I would have liked to seen the shinier... Grip section, I think, which they do like their stock Lamy Safaris. Like, if you get a red one, a yellow one, a black one, a blue one, they're all shiny. So, I know they do um, that type of finish for the grip section. So, I don't know. I would have just liked to have seen some cohesion there in the setup, but it, it looks great regardless. So, the rollerballs are interesting i think i'm definitely going to review like i won't review a lot of these products right because like there's only so much i can say about a safari i'll do like some instagram stuff take some pictures they all look cool but if i review any pen i'm going to review the rollerball because i don't know that i have i would have to go back and look um and i'll tell you why uh, i'm not choosing the ballpoint here in a second but the rollerballs are interesting they use like a a medium black rollerball le- refill the style on the exterior looks like the fountain pen minus the um, ink window in the side of the pen. And then the finials have one notch, just like a line across. That's how you can tell the difference between the rollerball and the fountain pen. The fountain pens have like a X or a plus sign across the top. So it's like two lines intersecting where the rollerballs are one line. So I will probably review the rollerball just because I haven't done many rollerball rollerball reviews in the past. And the reason I'm not reviewing the ballpoint is because I love the ballpoint and I've already reviewed them and they're great. Like I think the ballpoints, one of the Safari ballpoints, are one of Lamy's underrated pens. Mm. Except this time they borked them up. (laughs) I don't like what they did with these limited edition ones. Because again, the consistency and design with each of the roller balls and the fountain pens, you have the alternate color in there, right? You have the main color, pink cliff, violet blackberry as your barrel color. And then you have an alternate in the, in the pink cliff, you have a pink grip section. And in the violet blackberry, you have a purple grip section for both the roller ball and the fountain pen. The ballpoints are flat, just the main color. So the Pink Cliff is just a blue matte barrel. On its own, it looks great, but you've set me up to have some hit of pink on these barrels, and the ballpoints have neither. Neither the Violet Blackberry or the Pink Cliff have any notes of their alternate color, which I like. I'm saying, like, if you just put out this ballpoint. As a standard lineup pen, like I would be totally into it, totally love it. But my expectations have been set to have this extra hit of color, like a two-tone color, and the the ballpoints are just the single barrel color with black trim um, and clips and and knocks and things like that, just like the other pens. So those that design element came came in pretty flat for me even though i am traditionally a ball- lami ballpoint lami safari ballpoint lover i really really like that pen so f- as far as the ink goes the cliff ink is a blue black and it's kind of basic like i think i'm going to enjoy it as a blue black ink but i don't know that i'm going to be reaching for it th- for it consistently because it's Lamy blue black is already great. Like I'll probably do a comparison of that ink with Lamy's blue black. Lamy's blue standard blue black is probably a little bit grayer than this. So this is a little bit bluer. So I've inked that in the Lamy Safari pink cliff. I really have to think about these names, Mike. It's very complicated. (laughs) Well, especially
0: Um, because you're now giving it a name that they said it's not. (laughs) Oh, what did I say? (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) So the ink allegedly is just called cliff and sure. Hi Cliff. Um, um it's it's a completely fine ink. I think blackberry is going to be the standout ink color. I have inked that in a Sailor King of Pen um to test out and it has so the cliff blue black ink is a very standard straightforward ink. Um if you like a blue black ink with not a lot of, you know, sheen or it's got a little bit of shading, but it is a very straightforward ink where blackberry has kind of this nice dark reddish grape undertones, very you know like a dark black raz, uh, blackberry. and then has kind of almost a brownish goldish sheen. A lot of people were seeing copper in the sheen, and it's a very heavy sheener. It's like a it's like a ninety plus percent coverage sheen on the line. It's is kind of how I rate it, right? How much sheen covers the line when you write your letters. On there and it's pretty much fully covered you know outside of us a a few little parts so if you like a heavy sheener um then the blackberry is going to be for you i think the colors is pretty neat it's it's very dark and kind of moody and i like it a lot the good thing so far in my quick testing is the sheen dries quickly right like i will tend to avoid heavy sheeners because a lot of times they don't dry well and they can be sticky after the fact. And this one is very, very good. It, it, it dried pretty quick. I was testing it on Sands and Tomoe River paper. Had no issues um, with it smearing after the fact, which uh, you will see time to time from shooting. Ink. So, overall, uh, very positive about this whole lineup. The Pink Cliff Fountain Pen, Safari Fountain Pen is going to be my favorite and then I will review the roller, roller balls probably and the inks. So uh, we'll we'll see from there. But um, very happy with this lineup. Now I, I'm almost to the point of burnout on this lineup. Now that I finally got them, it's like, okay, whew, I can breathe a little bit because I get really amped up about this. And then we had this whole dark lilac situation mixed in between this. I felt like it took away from uh, this lineup a little bit um so yeah i'm ready to actually get to using these pens. and we'll see we'll see how it goes but i already know i love the pens, and i'm glad they did these colors i think they're beautiful and good job so uh let's see what the all-star can bring to the table this year which we should know pretty soon they those usually so they usually announce the safaris in february and the all-stars usually don't linger too much further behind almost like may at the latest so uh we'll get to see the the all-star creations for twenty twenty four here probably coming soon. It's probably uh all-star dark lilac, if I had to guess. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's the same formulation. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Uni Pizza Ovens, the world's number one pizza oven company that let you make restaurant quality pizza in your own home. Uni Pizza ovens can reach up to 950 degrees Fahrenheit and cook pizza in as little as 60 seconds. This high temperature is what separates the pizzas that you're making in an Uni Pizza oven from those that you can make in a conventional oven. They're super heat, they're super quick to heat up. Your Uni Pizza oven will be ready to go in just 20 minutes, which is just enough time to get all of your toppings ready. Do you love an authentic wood-fired flavor? What about the convenience of cooking with gas? Whether you're looking to cook with wood, charcoal, gas, or even electricity, there is an uni oven that fits your needs and lifestyle. Uni-designed ovens like the wood pellet-fueled Fire 12 and the multi-fueled Karu 12G for maximum Portability. It's made for those who like cooking on the go, camping, and getting out into the wilderness. But if you want the convenience of gas but love the flavor of wood-fired cooking, Uni's KARU line has you covered because you get to use wood charcoal. Uh, you get to use water charcoal right out of the box, or get the optional gas burner for cooking flexibility. And now with Uni's Electric Volt 12 pizza oven, you can make pizza both indoors and outdoors. Uni ovens are for more than just pizza. You can cook juicy burgers, sizzling fajitas, buffalo wings, and so much more. They are ovens. That's what they are. Uni pizza ovens start from just $299 of free shipping to the US, UK, and EU. They also make cast iron cookware, pizza pills at the thermometers, and loads of other accessories to help you level up your cooking. Took a very important delivery at home today, Brad. Mm-hmm. Of an Uni Vault 12. Ooh, nice. It's not the electric one. So very exciting. We pizza weekend at home. We're getting nice. all of our ingredients together, which by the way, Uni also sell ingredients like on their website. So if you're oh, nice. if you're not sure what you want, you maybe want some dough or you want some other recommendations for products you can buy, they, they have all of that, as well as like the accessories. You can also get groceries there too. Uh, so you can go and check it out for yourself. I'm very excited. We're going to, yeah, this Saturday is going to be dough, all pizza in our house. Yeah,
1: dough is like the most, experimental part of this whole thing trying to figure out uh, how you're going to do it and we've always done lots of different things so I'd be interested what Uni's offering for that yeah because you know you're going to
0: get good yeah, stuff right Like it's exactly like, so they, you know they make balls they will ship them to you you can put them in the freezer and then you can just like grab them to frost them when you're ready to, and you're ready to go so they have all of this stuff too it, they really are like the one stop shop for making great pizza at home Listeners of this show can get 10% off their purchase of an Uni pizza oven. Just go to Uni.com and use the code penaddict 2024 at checkout. Uni pizza ovens are the best way to bring restaurant quality pizza to your home. So go to Uni.com, O O N I.com, and use the code penaddict 2024 for 10% off. Our thanks to Uni pizza ovens for their support of this show and Relay FM.
1: All right, Mike, let Brett. me explain a little bit about what you're going to get into and why okay. you're about to get into this. Thank you. All right? Mm-hmm. So Mike and I are about to do something fun. At least I hope it's going to be fun. So <laughs> I didn't really lose a bet with a Pen Addict member, but they had a little hiccup, you know, signing up for membership. And, you know, there's, there's all kinds of, you know, set up, sign up things that things go weird, things go wrong, whatever. So I fixed it for them. Um, and we'll call this person Rick because that's their name um, so we got everything squared away Rick, if- <laughs> we got everything squared away for Rick, and he says, Um you know, you know, thanks for us getting every everything squared away.' Now this is what I require in return. So <laughs> I fixed this problem, and then he has demands of me. Interesting. Right. It's like I'm in. I'm in on this. He says I have bought. This goes into our Uni uh, ad read as well, which I didn't realize. I have bought everything except underwear and pizza to support the show. Uh-huh. I deserve. I deserve this. All right. He says. <laughs> he says. I don't I like deman- the precedent
0: this is setting, but <laughs> oh, just just
1: wait. The next one's the next sentence starts with I demand, uh, okay. and he he put that in quotes. He was mm-hmm. being funny. Mm-hmm. On a soon-to-be episode that you and Mike each read the names of four to five Orochizuku inks, one of you is Angry Samurai, the other is Hello Kitty, first one to laugh loses. (laughs) So my reply was, okay, I will accede to your demands Minus the voices. <laughs> We're not going to do voices yeah, no, for this. Not... Um, because it's going to go bad enough as it is. We don't need terrible voices uh, for this. So I said, uh, I have an idea. And um, this is my idea to kind of uh, pay off what I owe Rick here with the Orochizuku pun- pronunciations. I thought you and I would have an Orochizuku ink draft. Okay. So there's 24 roshizuku inks. Mm-hmm. Um, one of us will go first. We'll I don't know. We'll flip a coin or or, or, or roll roll a James Thompson digital dice. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, one or two, one or two to see who goes first,
0: and then we'll just alternate. I have them. a I have a panatic membership. Okay. In front so of
1: me. let's see here. Which side is heads? You should take so, the Macon Georgia side. So Macon Georgia Easy. is I pick first and yep. then Panatic member you pick
0: first yeah all right ready
1: all right yep go
0: goes to me first
1: okay so what we're going to do it's not going to be a snake style draft which would mean i would pick twice next mm-hmm. we're just going to completely alternate full alternate draft so um let me before we start this did you do any prep work no <laughs> Would you be surprised to know that I did? Of course you did.
0: I don't see. I mean, why would I do the prep work? I have the images in front of me. I'll just pick uh, the ones I like. I know what I, ones I like. I know what ones I want. Yes. But I haven't tried them all, so I'll just go with what's <laughs> left. You know? So I have I have a full list,
1: ranking one through twenty four. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. Right. I'm I'm not uh, beholden to it, but okay, uh, yeah. All right, your Mike's up first in the pilot Oroshizuku fountain pen ink draft. What do you, what's your first round pick, Mike?
0: Fuyugaki. All right, there you go. The best one. Best one. So it's an all orange, right. just the orange one. That's yeah. Like the, the famous at this point.
1: Yes. Famous orange, Um, which is why I was okay with going second, because I was pretty sure, like after, after Fuyugaki, all bets are off. Like, I think I could probably pick your next ink based on what I'm about to pick. Um, it's but persimmon. I was pretty sh-
0: by the way, that's how it's known yes. in English. Yeah, I think
1: so. I don't know if these are I...
0: direct translations, but these are translations True. for English
1: names. Yes, knowing that I'm going to go Shinkai uh, mm. first should come as no surprise to anyone, which is why I didn't mind you going first. I felt like it would uh, it would be there for me in the second round. Deep now sea. Pr- yeah, deep sea. So it's a it's. Speaking of blue-blacks, it's a much more uh, moody, character-filled uh, blue-black. And I already see you writing uh, your next <laughs> pick in the dock. But that's fine because
0: that's what I would have picked for you. Konpeki. Konpeki. Deep Azio Blue. This was my first Iroh Shizuku ink. Mm-hmm. Um, and I came to this ink because I was looking for something that was looked good but dried fast. And yeah. that was how I ended up on Konpeki. It's an amazing ink. What is...
1: So this is a question I don't know mm-hmm. the answer to. What is the most popular Oroshizuku ink? And is it probably Konpeki? I don't know. That's a um, good question.
0: I'm on JetPen's website right now. Mm-hmm. And it has the most user reviews. Okay. But and if you a Sort by popularity, though, is uh, second to okay. Takisumi, which is black, which is...
1: That's, boring. that doesn't surprise me yeah i mean you throw any choice of black ink out right yeah it's black's always gonna win so it's generally number two so yeah i i'd say that's that's accurate all right my second pick is not a far reach from shinkai and maybe long term maybe it's something i move even higher than shinkai i don't think i will but sukiyo is I was late to the game on that one, and that might eventually be my number one um ink. I don't know. It's hard to beat Shinkai for me. Sukiyo is what I use in my uh Namiki uh Milky Way exclusively, and it's just so perfect, it just uh it just means a lot to me uh as as an ink. I think it's really which cool.
0: one is this one? I'm struggling to
1: find so it is it should be peacock, maybe as it's listed. So mm-hmm. s- T-S-U-K-I. It's kind of like a... It probably looks oh, like a blue-green. Moonlit Night. Moonlit Night. Okay, there you go. Suki-o. So not Peacock. Peacock's a different one. Peacock is Kujaku, which is another popular Suki. one.
0: Yeah. Also, I, Dash, I, don't know, yeah. I know we said this already, but I'm going to say it again. Obviously, part of the reason we're doing this is because we're going to butcher these names. But oh, we're trying our best. No. All right? We're trying and our best what's,
1: what's sad is the Orochizuku, Orochizuku inks inks. Are much easier to pronounce than a lot of the other ones we have to.
0: Yeah, I I think I find this easier than Goban to be honest. Mm-hmm. Oh, but maybe for sure. for maybe sure. that's a fool's errand here. True. Like True. I think that it we're is, setting but ourselves it, up. It isn't. Uh, I'm gonna go with next Sutsuji. Yeah, which is azalea. It's a kind yeah. of like a, like a real saturated pink, purpley color.
1: Yeah, that's a great one. Very popular. So I'm going to get my orange here Mm -hmm. um, because I knew you weren't going to take it, so I felt safe leaving it for third. You, Yaki, clearly the best orange. Absolutely not.
0: Absolutely (laughs) not. If it was, you would have picked it first round, wouldn't you? All right, let's be real. No, it's the best orange.
1: There's two oranges. There's two oranges. It's the number one one orange.
0: (laughs) Also, again, if we're ranking by popularity, Mm -hmm. it's below for Yugaki. Yes.
1: That doesn't surprise me. Fuyugaki is a much stronger, like vibrant ink uh, color. What is the Yuyaki translation? I don't have these pulled up.
0: Yuyaki is sunset. Okay.
1: And uh, Fuyugaki is persimmon. So you get a little bit more of the reds in Fuyugaki and you get a little bit more of the yellows in Yuyaki, which is Mm -hmm. what my preference for oranges is more yellow-based oranges as opposed to red-based oranges.
0: Fair enough. Uh, I'm going to go next with uh Amairo which is mm-hmm. sky it's a it's a nice blue it's a good blue
1: very underrated uh Ink. I'll probably say this about a lot of them yeah uh being underrated you don't hear a lot about Amairo but when people use it I always go oh yeah that looks pretty spectacular um I I have to choose Yamabudo next okay between it and sutsuji which you already picked, I think those are the, like the two best like kind of hot pinks. So what's the the name differences here? So sutsuji is Azalea, Azalea. and uh, where is
0: what, it? Which one did you want?
1: Uh, Yamabudo is crimson glory vine, which I'm not familiar with that in real life. So.
0: Yeah, wait, okay. Yamabudo? I see wild grapes. I don't understand. Okay. Where are you looking? looking
1: uh, this one's on the pen side. Okay. So yeah, again, if <laughs> we, t- we take no claim to our pronunciation or our translation in this.
0: Yeah, the translation's got nothing to do with us. Yeah. Uh, where are we? Yamabudo. So Yamabudo for me. Crimson glory vine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I All kinda right. like that crimson glory vine. I mean sure. that, that could be I mean grapes or like, you know, that's the that's the glory fruit, right? You make the wine. Is it? Seems I guess, sure.
0: I'm gonna go uh, with an ink it's... that I've never seen, but the image I like the color of. Mm-hmm. Hotarubi or Bai, yeah. which is yellow green, which I think maybe I wouldn't like in person, but I like the way it looks in these images.
1: So this is one of the newer inks so this is the um, the most recent ones and I think this is the only one of the newer ones that I actually reviewed it's kind of nice like I, I I am into it uh, and you know it's it's one of those inks I wouldn't want to use all the time also kind of like it
0: light of fireflies mm-hmm which is that's a great very name. accurate that's a great name
1: that is very accurate I think um, to the color of that ink so I'm actually going to choose one that I've never used. And this is an oversight on my part because it's been recommended so many times. I have to go with Yamaguri, which is, um, kind of like a Brown it's called wild chestnut. Mm. Um, I have to, I need to fix using this. Like this will be like one of the very next things I purchase. Um, just because I like Brown inks and this always comes up on the list. Uh, it, it's a little darker than maybe like a toffee brown, right? It seems like it's got a little bit of darkness to it, depth to it. So we'll see. We'll see. But that is uh, that is an interesting ink to me.
0: My next one is one that I'm surprised maybe isn't more popular, uh, which is Hana which is cherry blossom petal. It's a very mm-hmm. light pink, um, also known as flower raft of Japanese cherry. <laughs> I love these names. These names are fantastic. Uh, So yeah, that's my next one.
1: That's also one of the new ones. So Ah, uh, it came out at the same time as Hutaru B. And I guess this is a good time. Uh, You wonder why it's not so popular. I did a quick calculation as I was looking through my list. There are five different pink shades, what I would consider pink shades, Mm -hmm. in a 24 sample set of... Uh, roshizuku inks five pinks five blues and five greens so that's 15 of the inks in like basically three categories of inks. so you know it's there's definitely some differences between these but i think the pinks have the least amount of range you Mm -hmm. know that you have your very hot pinks on one end then you have like the hanayakata, like the very the light cherry blossom uh on the other end so um lots of lots of pink inks in in here i am doing the opposite and going with one of the more popular ones in kujaku so this is peacock um it's like tealy green very very popular ink um it's something i don't use that often because i have some alternates that i use like if i'm looking for this color i generally um what is it sailor yamadori i think is is similar to this so i tend to go with with that but kujaku is just a classic
0: So that is, yeah, Peacock, you said? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Trying to see if we have any other other names for it because I'm enjoying that right Uh, now.
1: Let's see. Nope, also
0: Peacock. Peacock. All right. So we're in the second half of the draft now. Okay. It's probably where it's going to start to get more complicated. Or falling Um, asleep. I am going (laughs) to go with Shinryoku, which is a deep green...
1: Yeah, that's a. I'd say this this the most classic green. Yeah, this is the this is the one that I would say forest green or deep yeah. green. So that's the most classic looking green. Like mm-hmm. there's uh like I said there's five greens in here as well. Like kujaku, I classify in like the green green category as well. This, this is uh, green. Shinryoku. You know
0: what I mean? Like yes, yellow one. Yes, this is green. They, they got something else going on but this yes. one is like this is this is this is green right like yes. peacock is a little bit bluey there's mm-hmm. a couple of, like light of fireflies is like a bit yellowy this is just like mm-hmm. this is a green's green screen you know
1: yeah so i'm gonna go with another green here in the bamboo forest uh Chikurin. uh i think this was the third new one out of the three new ones three new um uh, variants okay. um it's a little bit Darker than the Hotaru B, and I don't know. I think it's a unique shade, a unique color. I kind of like it a
0: lot. I don't like it. It's a little bit pucey to me. Like I'm not. Yeah, I'm I, not would, I would. I would choose
1: this over. Obviously, and given my draft, um, I would choose this over the Hotaru
0: for sure. All right, my next one. I'm going for a gray. Mm, which Fuyu one though, Seogun? Okay. Old Man I think that's Winter. the
1: most popular. Yeah, I think that's the most popular of the greys. Yeah. Um, there are, is another choice.
0: Also known, Rigor of Winter. I love these name differences. So we're looking at name differences between Panchalet and jet pens. That's where we're looking. Yeah. At. And I, I don't – maybe one is like a literal translation. I don't know. But this is uh, – I like Rigor of Winter more than Old Man. <laughs> <laughs> old Man Winter. Old Man
1: Winter. Uh, all right. So I'm next. I have to follow the wisdom of the crowds here in the sort by popularities, Mike. I got to go with Takasumi.
0: Uh, boo. That should have been I final know. round. There,
1: no, there's nothing wrong with a good black, and this one's pretty good. Um, every now and then, like black just black just hits right, and you want a good black ink to use with your pens. And Takasumi is a good one.
0: All right, I'm going for Murasaki Shikibu. Shikibu. Murasaki Shikibu. Uh, this is a kind of purpley ink, uh, also known as Lady Murasaki Shikibu, which is <laughs> okay. just the same thing, which is a lot of mm-hmm. fun. Um, what else have we got? Oh, Japanese Beautyberry. Okay. This is the
1: one I had the hardest time with. I could have taken this way earlier. Or way later. I don't know. It's a it's a good purple, right? But it's kind yep. of their only purple, which is, is weird given the
0: It given depends the, what uh, you class as purple. I mean, I would kind of call uh Sutsuji and Yamabudo have purplish tongues. Yeah, they're to they're me, that magenta range. But this is like like how we have green's green, this is purple's yep. purple. Like this is yeah. just like bang on. You can't miss it.
1: Yeah, so this is where it starts getting weird. I'm gonna take uh Momiji here. Which is Autumn Leaves, but I do find this to be more pinker than Autumn Leaves, even though they want it like by name want it to be more red. Um, I have used this this is this is more like that apple red to me. Maybe not like a fire engine red, but I, I do like this ink.
0: Momiji. Does it have a yeah. different name?
1: Uh let's see. So I've got Autumn Leaves and I've got Yeah, Autumn Leaves. Autumn leaves okay. is the name. Just autumn this is so very good.
0: red, depending on the image. Right. Right, like right, on pen right. that's what looks, I think too. It looks red, like yeah, which I guess you would kind of expect for a leaf, more mm-hmm. like maybe right.
1: But like in some of the pictures, it looks pink, and I don't classify yeah. that with autumn leaves. I think it is more red in person. I've, I have I have the bottle of this, and I use it pretty regularly, and it's it's definitely more. It's more like a um like a traditional apple red, and you know I don't know if it gets in that persimmon color, but it's it's definitely more of an apple, like an apple skin red, like a gala or whatever. I don't yep. know what the regular apples are called.
0: I'm going with uh, asa Gao, which yeah. is Morning Glory, which is just another kind of like quite deep blue, like a royally blue kind of look, I think. I think that would be pretty good.
1: Yeah. Um, again, just like the pinks and me picking, you know, a reddish pink, These the blues, there's just a lot of them, and one of them has got to be like towards the bottom, and it doesn't mean like there, a lot of people love gal, So that's a good one. Um, What am I doing here? We're getting down towards the end. It's harder yeah, to it's pick. Yeah, it's getting hard now. Uh, I'm going to take... Where is it? Mm-hmm-hmm. I have my list, but I don't see it here. Okay, there it is. There it is. Um, This one's interesting. I think this, this might actually be one of the newer colors and not the uh, Chikurin. I think it actually might be this one. CO Row is pine tree dew. It's an interesting green. I would like to test this one. Um it's I can't quite figure it out just like by images alone. But I think this would be an interesting along with like the wild chestnut one that I was talking about before. Um uh, to try and test out and see what it's like. It's um it's it's pretty much green, but it has these kind of maybe grayish undertones. So I don't know I'll have to figure that one out.
0: Oh, we've only got like four left, right
1: mm-hmm uh, one two, three, four yes uh it's good so far the one I have last neither one of us have picked yet, so uh, I think that's pretty telling at this point
0: um i'm gonna go I'm gonna go back to the well here and I'm gonna go with Kozomusu. Yeah, that's which is actually what I had next. Full cherry blossom. So just more, yes. more cherry blossom. A lot of pinks.
1: Yeah. There's honestly, there's when I got through doing this, I was like, there's really not a lot of variation here in the in the pinks, I don't believe. Um, also known I, as
0: Cosmos. <laughs> very different. Okay. Very different <laughs> between those <Yeah>. two there.
1: <laughs> so I'm gonna take the other gray here, which is uh Kirisame, or it's probably like Kiri something like that. Um
0: Yeah, I think that might have been the first time you you really messed up there. I feel like your second attempt is probably better.
1: Definitely, definitely. But when you look at it real quick. So this one, as opposed to Old Man Winter, this one is Misty Rain. I've got
0: Scotch Mist.
1: Scotch Mist, nice. Nice. So lighter than um, uh, Fuyusu Gun. All right, Uh, two inks left.
0: I don't even know what we've got left.
1: So I know one. Where's the other one? So we have uh, Sui Gyoku, which is a green. And then we have Ajisai, which is the light purple hydrangea. And the other one is emerald green. Mm,
0: so what's the other one? Ajisai.
1: Yeah, Ajisai is the light purple. Called Hydrangea. Uh-huh. And then Suigoku is emerald green.
0: I'm gonna take Ajisai. Okay. Yeah.
1: That's the one I had last. Okay. It, it just seems the least interesting. It, like, they are it just these seems two like aren't flat very interesting to me at all, to yeah. be honest. And God, that that one might be the hardest to say. If I'm going with that color, I'm gonna pick the forest green, right? The, yes. the Shinryoku, right? Like yes. I think like I'm just not gonna choose this, like it's so close. Emerald. So yeah, and then the Ajisai just, just does nothing. It just looks like washed out blue to me. Yeah. So it's probably it's a light purple. Um. You know, maybe in person it looks great, but like I, just looking at these images, like trying to do a draft off the off the images here. I that one was like the least interesting to me by a pretty long
0: shot. I hope this was worth it.
1: <laughs> I mean it was for me because uh-huh. now I'm actually gonna go buy at least one of these inks, if not two. But uh it was it was fun. It was a, a fun little fun little draft. I figured it wasn't it was enough variants here to get a lot of different things and have some conversations about the inks and not too long without us being bored to death. Like the last couple, yeah, they were tough because mm-hmm. there's a lot of redundant the more I looked at it, the more I felt ooh, there's a lot of redundancy in this lineup for for an ink. So 24 inks sounds like a lot, but when you look at other ink lineups these days, it's like, yeah, it's not that much. Like you should have a good spread over 24 inks and they have a lot of overlap mm. um, in their 24 inks, I find, and probably have a lot of, um, you know, just inks that are just the, eating up the 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 usage of other inks because they're so similar. So interesting to see, interesting to see. So if you have a favorite Orochizuku Ar- ink, mike uh, and you want to participate or tell us your top three or five Mm or roshizuku inks maybe you want to go all 24 how can people tell us Uh, how can people get in touch and let us know how terrible our pronunciations Uh. were and also what their favorites are
0: you should do is go to penaddictfeedback.com where you can ask us your questions and send in your feedback and follow up about the episode right there if you would like to uh, you can also find Brad online. He is penaddict, P-E-N-A-W. I don't need to tell you to spell penaddict. Sure. He's penaddict yeah, Pen Addict. online. Yeah. You can find him wherever you want to find him. Uh, I am iMike, I'm I-M-Y-K-E. Brad streams three times a week over at twitch.tv slash penaddict. And you can find his work at penaddict.com and his products over at spokedesign.com. You can find me uh, here on Relay FM and at Cortex Brand. Com. Thank you so much to Uni and Pen Chalet for their support of this week's episode. Until next time, say goodbye, Brad.
1: Goodbye, Brad.